0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Fixes Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? So, I'm the only one that's played new stuff this week. Um, I'll start with Children of Morta. Micah talked about it several months ago. I don't remember it at all. Terrence talked about it last week and made it sound very exciting. So, I checked it out. I downloaded it. Uh, It is really good. Terrence is correct. I don't really have a whole lot to say um, past his thoughts on it last week. Um the gameplay is really fun. It's got a really cool loop. The the story beats, like slight as they are, kind of you get story in between and somewhat during the the different runs that you make. Um are are good. Like I actually find myself caring about this this uh this family more than you would assume that right. you would in this like dungeon diving Diving Game um it's got all the trappings of of a great roguelike game with the different power ups that you can get on on unique runs and kind of that that feeling when you get like the exact power ups that you need to to kind of make it happen and kind of everything clicking together or you know when you're down to like 20 health and you just happen to run across you know the full heal obelisk so that you can keep the run going when you when you're pretty sure that you're about to die um yeah. and all that stuff is there. It's it's very fun. I'm almost through the first set of uh dungeons. Like the, I'm in the third area in the first you know grouping of dungeons. I've got five of the characters uh, unlocked so far. They and they give you the characters a good clip. Um, they encourage you to use all of them because you're uh if you use a character too much, they'll start getting fatigued, which will cap their maximum health. Uh, each each run, so you got to mix it up. All the characters seem pretty good there i mean for the most part i don't see anyone that's that really stands out as being awful um no they're they're all pretty well balanced and and they and they're all able to to kind of hang in there in their own ways you weren't kidding about fucking kevin though kevin's a goddamn monster like when (laughs) when i first (laughs) he was just he was just murking people all over the place that was a lot of fun And he just gets
1: better um him and um i keep i keep forgetting which one is which. Kevin is the is the martial artist. No, Kev, Kevin's the assassin. Or is he the assassin? And, okay, and so I think it's, uh, Mark. Mark, yes. Yeah, is is Mark the is the martial. Artist, okay, yeah, I keep getting those two mixed up. Yeah, so like I said, if you if you like offense, those are
0: those are the two guys to to play yeah. as. But yeah, Children of is great. I'm 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 going to play a lot more of that, um, as we go along. The other one that I downloaded a couple weeks ago, but I finally had time to sit down and get into it, uh, is Moonlighter. Weirdly enough, from the same publisher as Children of Morta. Not the same developer, but the same folks published it.
1: Was, is this older?
0: It is older. It came out before okay. Children of Morta did. Yeah. Um, this came out back in, I think, 2018. So uh, this one kind of flew into the radar for me, um, but it's interesting. So it is a it's a dungeon crawl game. Um, it's got like a dungeon-delving kind of experience to it. The, the hook of the game is you play a guy that owns a shop in this rundown town, and you're trying to rebuild the shop, and sell different items and weapons and stuff like that to the adventurers uh, that explore the dungeons nearby. But where do where do the merchants in RPGs uh, get their <laughs> wares from? Well, they have to dive into the dungeons themselves as well to get them um, throughout the day. So basically, the, the game switches between you making these runs into the different dungeons that they have. Each dungeon has like three floors, um, each floor having like a mini boss. And then the third floor has like a big boss to fight at the very end. If you can make it that far, um, there's a bit of a risk reward system to the game because early in the game, uh, you get this pendant. So as you go through the dungeon, you're killing stuff. Um, you're going to get different crafting materials. You're going to get different items, that kind of stuff. But you have a backpack that has limited space and you can only hold 20 different items. Um, the items can like stack on top of each other if they're the same kind of thing, but you can, you have like 20 slots in your backpack. If you make it out, of the dungeon. So if you complete the dungeon, or if you warp out of the dungeon, which costs money, um, you get to keep everything. But if you die in the dungeon, you only get to keep the first, like the first, the t- the best five items that you keep on your person, and everything in your backpack goes away. So like, when you're low on health, like you always run this like, like kind of pushing yourself, like, oh, do I want to do one more room? Do I want to do, you know, go to this next area to try to clear this out, to try to do the risk war thing, which is pretty cool. Um, the combat is kind of Legend of Zelda-esque. It's that same kind of like Zelda 1 uh, aesthetic. But there's all sorts of different weapons in the game. Um, you can unlock different abilities, um, you know, that kind of thing. So they, they do a good job mixing that up. The pr- and then when you're done delving in dungeons, you actually have to set up your shop and sell items. So like you have a handbook that kind of lets you know where items should be priced at in gold – um, But you have to have to set prices for yourself and you like literally set them on a table and during the day you open your shop and people come in and they look around your shop and they pick up stuff they want to buy and, and you sell it to them. But when you're trying to – when you've never sold an item before, you're just kind of spitballing at the price. So like you'll put something out for like some crazy price, right? And then the customers kind of like give you – emoji reactions like when they go check out an item so like what you're trying to do is find a a price that they like that's still high but some people will like they'll go and they'll like do a huge frowny face being like you priced it way too high you're not gonna be able to sell it the worst for you is when someone like lights up with like the dollar sign face like i (laughs) I got a great fucking (laughs) deal on this like shit (laughs) like I i priced it way too low and so, but you can adjust prices like on like on the fly, like like the the, the shop management's a real time kind of thing where like people are coming in and out, and once items get sold, you can put new items out and things like the other. There's shoplifters that come in that you have to watch out for. So like if someone tries to steal shit and run out of your shop, you can like go tackle them to get to get the item back and that kind of stuff. The, there's no story to the game. Like the whole story is there's five dungeons that are in town. And the fifth one is like this grand dungeon that no one's ever been in. And your guy's really curious and wants to check it out. But you have to beat the other four dungeons first. That's the extent of the story. Like, that's it. <laughs> and and the whole gameplay loop is going in, getting items, figuring out what you want to sell, figuring out what you want to keep so that you can craft new weapons and, and things like that to make yourself more powerful. Plus, you can sell the weapons later if you want to as well. So, like, you can sell your old equipment and things like that to New Adventures. Again, no story, but the gameplay loop is oddly addicting. Like, it's been a lot of fun. I've, I I find myself playing it um, a ton. They get, there's this uh, item you get later on in the first dungeon that lets you warp out of a dungeon, and then you can go back in at the place that you left so that if you're trying to em- – you can empty your backpack out and then kind of pick up where you left off because having to go through all three floors every time when you're just trying to get to the boss is kind of a pain in the ass. Um my, my, uh, Moonlighter is really fun. Like I said, if, if that sounds interesting, if you like that Zelda gameplay, um, and that gameplay loop sounds fun to you, I would definitely recommend checking it out. I picked it up for 10 bucks on the switch. I don't think it's that cheap now. Um, cause I got it on a sale, but it, I'm sure it goes on sale pretty frequently. Definitely worth looking into. Uh, if, uh, if you're looking for something new to play, uh, mm. good news. Well, so I don't know if this is good news cause there, there's, there's a lot of stuff on the new release list this week. The vast majority of it though is like re-releases and remasters of other games. Um, call of duty. World war two is free on PlayStation plus. We don't yet know if this is going to be one of the June PlayStation plus games, or if this is just like a bonus game that everyone's getting for free, but you can download that right (coughs) now. If you want to, uh, Microsoft did announce games with gold for June, uh, I, I hate how Polygon always lays this crap out. So anyway, you get Shante and the Pirate's Curse uh, from June 1st through 30th on Xbox One. And then from the 16th through the 15th of July, you can get a game called Coffee Talk, which is a barista simulator, basically.
1: <laughs>
0: so if you ever wanted to talk to coffee shop patrons.
2: You know, there are some jobs that, you know, we don't have to... We don't have to simulate through the, the the magic of video games. Like no one is <laughs> fantasizing about being a barista, are they?
0: I I think this is a little bit more stylized than your typical blank simulator game. Um, well,
2: yeah, this one woman is extremely pale to the point <laughs> of being purple. <laughs> but, but and this other guy looks like he's been in a massive fight, or he's been or picking
0: he, a lot of scabs, or he has leprosy. One of the one of the two. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. So, so those are your Xbox One games, and then for the 360 games that are also playable on Xbox One, uh, Destroy All Humans is free for the first half of the month, and then Cinemora is free in the back half of the month. So you have that to look forward to if you have an Xbox. Um, as far as new games this week, Utaware Romano, Prelude to the Fallen, comes out on PS4 and Switch. I have
2: no idea what this is.
0: Uh, they're fighting games, if I'm not mistaken, aren't they? I have no idea what this is. Okay. What? There's is like it? there's like a ton of these of these Utawera Mono games that have come out uh, for the PS4. I the only reason I'm aware of the series is because whenever <laughs> I see that title, I always I always in my head I just say Zuata Janejo all the time because that's what it looks <laughs> like to me. Um Minecraft Dungeons, hotly anticipated, comes to PC, Xbox One, PS4, Switch, probably your phone whatever else you can think of. Um, So if you want baby Diablo, then definitely check out Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, And then a bunch of remasters. So Wonderful 101 came out on Switch and I believe PS4. Uh, And then on Switch, uh, 2K just decided to unload their entire uh, remaster collection. So you get Borderlands Legendary Collection, the Bioshock Collection, XCOM 2 Collection, and then the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition also came out on switchers coming out on switch this week
2: like are people hurting for money right now
0: <laughs> well th- these are all planned it's not like they just dropped them on everybody
2: uh, well that's what i'm saying like are they have they been hurting for money and and we just are or or are we just out of ideas or or are we is everyone focused on the next gen well like, remember they're they saving their are they saving their real ideas for <laughs> The next <laughs> games that are coming out since we're at the end of this generation? Because, yo, know, how many times are you going to play Borderlands, yo? Well, like, remember, how many re- fucking times are you going to play Borderlands?
0: Remember that they came out with Borderlands 2 on the PlayStation Vita because everyone said, oh man, I would love Borderlands, but I wish I could take it on the go with me. So I guess they're just applying <sighs> that same principle seven years later to <laughs> to the Nintendo Switch. XCOM I mean, is probably great on there. I XCOM is probably very enjoyable. That's not a game that leans heavily on its graphical fidelity and the style of game that it is. Yeah, probably lends well.
2: Like, is version. Borderlands at least giving you every single piece of content minus Borderlands Three?
0: Yes, I, I do believe so.
2: All right, because goddamn, and I mean, <laughs> look, you know, that first Borderlands game is fun, but it's fucking. We're gonna talk about endings and video games. I mean this is it and <laughs> and i and and bioshock i i mean if you have a switch, you probably have an Xbox or a playstation, right, and it like Bioshock is not a game that I'm like, man, I can't wait to play this morose ass game on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> like I just it's not a game that I feel like I feel like people would get uh, that, that game requires mood and atmosphere you know it, uh, uh, a man chooses a slave obeys next stop the gallery place
0: Chinatown <laughs> like, I don't know man I don't know I'm old I mean just, look it, it probably cost them five dollars to port that shit over on this Switch. <laughs> so, so whatever whatever they're making off of this thing is probably pure profit
1: it doesn't <laughs> feel like a a game fit for like travel uh i'm telling you, know, you right like now, portability any,
0: any anything that requires anything that's a first person shooter on the switch you probably want to avoid anyway because it's not yeah. the best that yeah, seems that it seems it's not the best dual stick about console. right yeah not the best dual stick console <laughs> when you're when you're trying to aim. Range of motion is limited on, on, on the <laughs> let's, let's say. So that's your new releases for the week.
2: Go to YouTube.com slash DensePixels and subscribe. Uh, when you go to YouTube.com slash DensePixels and subscribe, you get to see our beautiful faces, and uh, you get to see Terrence's background of the week. Terrence, what is this?
1: That is a uh, Ghost of Tsushima. In
2: the back. Oh, okay.
1: Can't you really all, see him. Are you? Uh,
2: are you all in for Ghosts of Shishima? Shishima?
1: I am actually. Yeah. After that um, gameplay demo two weeks ago. Yep. Well, I, I mean, am. I'm yeah.
0: unfamiliar with this game that you guys. <laughs> Ghosts of Shishima. That what it looks like? July? It, what it, yeah, it is July. What it looks yeah. like? Karen okay. has behind him is the new the new screen the poster for uh, Horizon Rising Sun. Or Assassin's Creed Rogue. Oh. <laughs>
2: uh. I thought that was Assassin's Creed Rogue for a
0: minute.
2: I'm like, <laughs> what? The fuck? What a weird background that game really. That game
0: really does look like Assassin's Creed Ronin. Like that. Like Ghost of Shima. Legit looks like the samurai game that everyone's wanted Ubisoft yeah, to
2: make yeah, forever. So. It does. <laughs> yeah, you you missed your opportunity, uh, Ubisoft. Um, but yeah, you could take a look at that beautiful background when you go to youtube.com/slash/densepixels and subscribe. Uh, hit that bell notification, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever people say. Uh, <laughs> you can subscribe to all of the TMP Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the flagship show, The Nerd Apocalypse, uh, Black on Black Cinema. Uh, we just did um, Girl Trip with uh, special guests uh, Rod and Karen from the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, wildly popular podcast. You probably already know about it. Uh, They were on uh, our show, and uh, we had a really good time. It was was a great episode. Yeah, it's a really, really good episode. Uh, You can subscribe to Coming Distractions. uh, One day, maybe, we will be watching and reviewing new movies again. Um. Uh and you get the weekly preview episode of Look Forward the Political Podcast. And if that's not enough, for five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year, you get access to the premium slate of shows, including the airing of grievances. I think he has one in the can, but he's not trying to dump everything out at the same time. So there's one coming. Um No time to bleed. Look, we just did a a new episode. We're not going to tell you what it is, but, um, it was a great episode of no time to bleed. I really, there are some revelations (laughs) (laughs) in that episode. Oh man. Uh, that, that the three of us, uh, found out about on the air live. So yeah, you do not want to miss that. Um, the, uh, the Men with the Golden
1: Tongues. I still can't believe that shit. <laughs> Look at That I can't, shit is wild.
2: <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for that episode of No Time to Bleed to come out. It's coming out in June. The June episode of No Time to Bleed is one uh, that everyone will want to listen to. Uh, speaking of shows that everyone wants to listen to, uh, God, The Men with the Golden Tongues. It's, I mean, they've got Golden Tongues in the name. And who doesn't want to listen to that, right? It's our, it's our spy movie podcast that comes out every month. Uh, Upstage Conversations um, carries uh, a podcast on movies and musicals and movie musicals and mu- music in movies uh, because Carrie is a music person and she enjoys movies and ranting uh, and ranting and raving. On certain musicals and you get the full episode of the look for a political podcast uh look i listened to this week's episode stellar episode as per usual um if if you want to hear uh one of the hosts call the president retarded um tune in if you want to hear uh, another one of the hosts read off uh, headlines from the Washington, uh, from the New York Post that are nothing but double entendres uh, <laughs> involving wieners, uh, tune in. That that show has a lot of things going for it, uh, and it is uh, it is it's something I look forward to every week as a person who is really fed up with
0: politics right now. So
2: yeah. densepixels.com slash premium.
0: <laughs> I don't know who has longer ad reads between you and Conrad Thompson. It's 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 a neck and neck it's a neck and neck of <laughs> race between the two. At least we at least we try to make it as entertaining as possible. There you go. It's
2: gonna be long, but you you're gonna want to listen to
0: Plus it. Plus you only have to deal with like two in our podcast. On any any of his, you have to deal with like fifteen over the course of like <laughs> a two hour two hour pod.
2: Um, And they're actually live. They're actually live reads. They're not like Chris Jericho talking about something. And then all of a sudden, yeah, that was really great interview. That was really great. That was a really great point. You just made guest, but I'm here (laughs) to talk about me undies or whatever. Right. Like they're, they're live.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. So uh, another week, another COVID event cancellation, BlizzCon 2020 officially canceled. Ah, uh, Blizzard says that a replacement event may come early next year. Um, we don't know what that looks like or what it's going to be. Um, but yeah, neither, again, this should not be a surprise to anybody if you've been following the news. Uh disappointing, I'm sure. Um, because I'm sure we were you know, going to see a lot more Diablo Four and Overwatch Two this year, but uh, maybe they can still roll out something. But yeah, like I said, another event canceled thanks to the coronavirus situation. Yeah, just stream it on YouTube. They probably Everybody's fucking home. Right. What what else is going on? Um, We haven't talked about Valorant, which is the newest uh, game coming out from Riot Games. They're free-to-play tactical shooter. Uh, It's been in closed beta for the last month, and apparently it's only going to be in closed beta for about a month, because on June 2nd, uh, the game is going to be released. Whatever that means, it's a free-to-play game, so it's not like it's going to not be constantly evolving. Um all the time, uh, apparently, the beta will end on the twentieth of May. The game will go down for five days to give them a chance to get the servers ready and then roll it out. but again, it's a free to play game like it, it it's going to be a beta in and of itself kind of right. you know weren't
1: the they um days. like um getting influ- influencers oh of course, yeah, paying them to play this game uh to kind of
0: well i mean that's that's what that's what every company does with influencers oh. uh, that's 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 nothing new. Um, I mean, pe- uh, people are going to be excited just because it's the first like game that's not League of Legends. Like I've life. seen
1: gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. Right. it looks like uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look very fun. <laughs> it looks like Counter Strike.
0: I mean, that's what they're uh, going m- for,
1: mixed in with um Overwatch, because they have because the ca- each character has like specials and shit. So it's, um, it's, it's Overwatch Counter-Strike, essentially. It looks like Counter-Strike, as in, like, graphically, it's ugly. <laughs> like, it's just not very
2: I know, uh, you know, all words are made up. Um, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck does Valorant mean? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what, what is Valorant? Like, it, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just would like and you know, all words are made up, thanks Thor, but I, I really would like for people to title things like, you know, that 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 have some sort of Meaningless to what they mean, right? And I know you. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, "Well, you're on a show called The Nerd Apocalypse." That that's, that's stupid. That's, that's, that's a meat. It's a portmanteau.
1: That's a, it's it's,
0: not, a, it's, a, it's a, <laughs> exactly. It's a
2: portmanteau of nerdiness and the and apocalypticness, right? Like <laughs> like like we're we we're, we're throwing a nerd bomb at your ass every week for your amusement, right? And and what is Valorant a portmanteau of? Valor and (laughs) Ant? I I just, I don't don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a mood. Maybe it's it's Valor (laughs) and Rant. Like you do very noble, angry dialogues at your your companions. (laughs) That's why they're killing each other. Yeah. So... Um, I don't. I don't think I know anyone personally that has played this, or at least if I do, they haven't really talked about it. So it's
2: PC exclusive,
0: right? Uh yeah, of course. Right now it is, if I am not mistaken.
2: I am looking at alpha footage, and I know you know you shouldn't base anything on alpha footage, but
1: yeah, it looks ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so like I watched on on Twitch. I am like, because everybody was talking about Valorant, so I decided to, to watch a stream of it. I am like, is this just like a Counter Strike mod?
0: Yeah, no, if it it's it's one of those things that like on Twitch, if everyone's talking about it, you could be sure that there's some money changing hands and then find out if yeah. those same people are still talking about it a week later. Yeah, then once then, the game then, then you'll comes know up. what's up. Yeah. Um Borderlands three has announced their latest expansion. It's called Bounty of Blood. It comes out on the twenty fifth of June. It's got an old west setting. Um you have uh apparently like speeder bike motorcycles that you can ride around in which is uh which is cool i guess and then uh they also for the first time in borderlands (coughs) two three uh i think they have a this is the first time they've done a level boost to get you uh to get you up to the new content am i not am i not mistaken with that didn't you have to grind Uh, to 50 for the uh, the first two expansions uh oh
1: yeah yeah, didn't they didn't 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 they let you for that um that DLC before Borderlands Three came out didn't it let you boost up to whatever the fuck? Yeah,
0: but that was Borderlands Two. That was Borderlands Two DLC. No, that's
1: what I'm saying. They they allowed you to just kind of if you never had Borderlands before, then they let you boost up to.
0: Yes, but I'm I'm saying this is the first time that they've done this in Borderlands Three. Oh, okay. well, this, this is, is like the,
1: the first DLC for Borderlands Three, right? This is I mean, the third This one. is the third one. Oh, i've I've never played it. I, don't
2: know. I started playing uh moxie's i forgot I bought the season pass mm-hmm. so i i started playing the moxie thing and I'm like yeah this is more borderlands like i don't uh i i have to be in a mood to play borderlands now but um that'll be that'll be nice to just kinda uh get a boost because like it's a grind uh in them later levels. And uh, it got to the point where I was just playing the same, horde mode, uh, round-based horde mode, uh, just to get two characters up to fifty. And I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm done." Um, so I might hop back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I might skip Moxie's thing. It's, it's all about like robbing Handsome Jack's casino or some such nonsense. I, I thought they,
0: I thought they went out of the way to kind of like, oceans theme that. I figured it'd be right up your alley as far as the story goes.
2: There's something about it that I just... I, I mean, I, look, I haven't gotten that far into it, but the way I play those games, mm-hmm. if there's a side quest, I have to do it <laughs> at, before, like, the, the main mission, and the side quests are still the same, you know, the same stuff, so... Uh, I might try um, the second one. Uh which is all about um uh, Sir Hammerlock uh getting married to his, his boyfriend. Um but uh and I'll I'll try this one. I'm not a huge Western person, mm-hmm. but uh I'll try it. I like a cowboy
0: hat. I think uh this has a new planet as well that's associated with it, a new destination uh, uh, Okay, to, which is which is cool. Westworld. <laughs> I don't know what they're calling it, but no, it's not Westworld. But don't be surprised to see a bunch of Westworld uh references strewn throughout i'm sure uh, yeah. as they will not be able to help themselves um so uh, in this week's uh, po- you can't ignore politics if you play video games uh last of us 2 reportedly is going to be banned in Saudi Arabia and the UAE um Apparently it's they not they the leaks too yeah well, uh, you know <laughs> they, it, this article does not go into why yeah uh, i'm reading it
1: i'm like why did they ban it yeah
0: well i mean if you if you know anything about the uh the governmental policies of those two nations in particular, uh, you will know exactly why if you've been up to date with the un, uh, last of us two leaks, uh, which we cannot, uh, we're not going to talk about cause that wouldn't be very nice, but let's just say that there are characters in last of us two, uh, that are very much a part of the LBGTQ community. And that does not jive, uh, in those two countries, especially. Um, so this probably shouldn't be a surprise. So,
2: yeah, Damn it. That's one thing. That's that's the one thing that I regret about this leak. For you know, I wasn't playing this game, but I, I do regret uh that someone leaked it and I regret that they leaked it and these two countries found out about it, mm-hmm. what's in it, and now they can't play it. Like I just wanna see I wanted to see the uproar that would have happened <laughs> I in think, those two. I think
0: they would have found out anyway, just because I would assume they have I don't know whose rating systems they they subscribe to, but they they do exist, and I would think that those would be things that would be mentioned um, in there. I don't. I also don't see why anyone that lives in these areas would not be able to import like an ESRB or PAL copy yeah. of the game and just play it on their console yeah. if they wanted to as well. Sucks they have to go, you know, that roundabout method. Um, but again, if you if you if you follow the leaks uh and if you know these two countries you you probably shouldn't be surprised but it just sucks that you know it's it's, it's censorship essentially it's okay. censorship of art because you don't agree um with the some of the characters in the game yeah the so much for that uh so much for that like
2: reinvision
0: of <laughs> Saudi Arabia
2: that that the that the WWE had their fucking golden boy John Cena out there Giving, you know, putting up, uh giving them a, giving them the big push. Like, what a, what a, I'm honored to be here in this vibrant and, and, and progressive city. He used the word progressive a lot.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the check. Uh, they let women drive. Yeah. I'm sure the check had already cleared at that point. So he's just, you know, <laughs> just doing the dance to, uh, to get there. Uh, the final bit of quick news, uh, we don't really talk about minor updates, uh, t- especially for games we don't play in games about for a while. I, but I figured I would just tell – I would put this in there for Terrence's sake, uh, if anyone else's. Uh, Pyramid Head is coming as one of the new like villain characters uh, in Dead by Daylight in the in the 4v1
1: survival horror game.
0: So see, yeah, I literally just,
1: just saw this. The, I saw the trailer right before I jumped online <laughs> and, and looked at the um, at the docket. Um, so they have Pyramid Head from Silent Hill 2. They have the protagonist from Silent Hill 3. And they have the school from the original Silent Hill. So They kind of took things from the three best games, if you will, and mashed them together. Um, I've never played that. I think I pl- no No, I have played it. I played it a couple times. Um, but they, they're constantly putting like new um villains in. Mm. Um this is cool.
0: Yeah, like I said But I, I don't know, is it free? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I think all of their updates are uh are free. Do I have them like by this? Like- it was free once upon yeah, a time. Yeah,
1: I'm still trying to remember if I downloaded it if, if if I can't remember, but um it's cool. Konami is still garbage, but um
0: i was i would say this this goes to show you that Konami is still capable of doing cool things. When they really yeah, put their mind but
1: there. like they just all they did was just like, Here, you can take these these <laughs> assets know, and throw them in this game. I'm <laughs> busy working on pachinko machines. For
2: <laughs> how much you want for this pyramid? Head. Right,
0: right. Well, in, in exchange, maybe we'll see a dead by daylight pachinko machine in Japan somewhere <laughs> at, at some point. <laughs> yeah, That's what
1: something. is going on with Konami? Like, they are they, they just they done stop, with video they games? They
0: stopped caring, they stopped giving a shit. Yeah, so
1: they're Honestly. just completely done. Yeah. So are they going to give their properties to something else because they're not making? Well, they're making money off of them with the pachinko machines. It's
0: it's a damn shame too because I have been.
1: I, they I've, have really good properties.
0: I've been on a YouTube rabbit hole um, for a couple with a couple SNES channels the the last mm-hmm. couple weeks, and it just goes to remind you that Konami did a whole bunch of cool shit back in the day. When,
1: yeah, when, and, when you when saw the Konami logo, money. you was like you you knew this was going to be a quality game,
0: or or even an Ultra Games logo for that matter. Which which was the economic ultra? they they were ultra games. Remember that was back in the they did uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They did that was that yeah. was back in the day <laughs> when when Nintendo only allowed publishers to publish like five games per year on the console. <laughs> so you had publishers making these alt labels just so they could get more games out ah, on the systems.
1: <laughs> it's a shame. Man. Like they should just give up some of their properties because they're not doing nothing with them.
0: They really should. There's there's a lot of stuff that they uh, imagine
2: that they if they just gave
1: Silent Hill to Capcom.
0: <laughs> and all of a sudden, fucking
1: give him, just... give him Castlevania.
2: Yeah, yeah man. Like, like come on,
1: uh, man. what was that? What was the last one? Lords of Shadow. The one that did Mercury, uh, Mercury Steam, did Lords of Shadow. Mm-hmm. Give that to fucking Capcom. Should be the dopest fucking Devil May Cry <laughs> <rip off. laughs> Come on, man. Uh, uh, that's a shame. Okay, let 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 Dante just roll up into Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> I heard right. a lot about this place. <laughs> I heard about a lot of Dracula, man. Like, <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Like, His name's Dante. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who you are. Fuck off, Featherface. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be
0: dope. You're laughing, but, but that, you're you're getting people jazzed up for the DMC Castlevania crossover. That'll never happen. <laughs> hey man,
2: do it. <laughs> Fucking DMC X uh, Castlevania and and uh, Resident Evil X Silent Hill. have have the have the characters that people love like have have it it could be like the new nightmare or whatever right like you have you have (laughs) leon everybody loves leon over there drop kicking tyrannosaurus rexes and shit have him come and fight pyramid Head. like i mean this shit is just printing fucking money dude
1: (laughs) i would buy that so leon in (laughs) silent hill drop kick and suplex everything it's fine (laughs)
2: Haven't come across Pyramid Head. He tried that roundhouse bullshit and just kicked the pyramid. <laughs> like, nah, this ain't no traffic cone, bitch. Just, <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, yo, it could be the new Resident Evil Four. Resident Evil Cross uh, Silent Hill. That could be the new Resident Evil Four. Yeah.
1: Cool. So yeah, Capcom could do a fucking Silent Hill game. They really could. Yeah, like they nailed Seven and that remake and two the remake for two. Oh man. What could so, be? What could be? Uh,
2: no no, no easy transition here. <laughs> go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you do go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon and make all of your Amazon purchases, you will be helping us out uh, at no additional cost to you. Uh, let's go to www.densepixels.com and type in Pyramid Head. Um, For a mere $127.93, you can get a Resident Evil 2 Red Pyramid. That's the name in Japan. They don't call him Pyramid Head in Japan. They call him the Red Pyramid. Uh, you get uh, a Red Pyramid action figure for only $130. Uh, as, a, as a person that um, has started to collect action figures, that's a lot. <laughs> um good, good smile silent hill to bubblehead. They they call them bubble heads the nurses uh bubblehead nurse uh is 88 dollars as a person who has started collecting action figures that's a lot <laughs> um <laughs> you, you know these designs uh for these creatures are um they're they're weird right like they give you like a weird like horror boner right because like pyramid is just this jacked ass dude uh with with huge arms but he's got a he's got a a a red pyramid on his head and something growing out of it right so it's like oh this is kind of weird but like he's got
1: these jacked arms right and this bubble head nurse
2: um you know, it was the first pan- time
1: you've met, you you, you saw a pyramid head in in uh, Silent Hill 2. Yeah. When you were yeah. sitting in the fucking closet and he's like, Jesus Christ, raping like yeah. dolls or whatever. That shit was weird. <laughs> like,
2: this is a bizarre always, game. The series has always been like, like just, just weird. Yeah. Like, cause it's not like zombies, right? Like, zombies, ain't nobody scared of no fucking zombie. I'm weirdly afraid and turned on by this bubblehead nurse. <laughs> right? She's wearing a short ass skirt. She's got cleavage down to her fucking sternum. Right. And but she's carrying a, a machete, a serrated blade, for God's sakes. And look at her face. What the fuck is that? I don't know, man. Bandaged up. Wait, what is happening here? But Anyway, you can go to ww.dentspools.com/slash Amazon and get yourself one of these weird murder boner figures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Area agreements content live on that. for free. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. Um uh, in our in our in our top story of the week, this is only on here. Terrence brought this up literally yeah,
1: right, right before we, we, we jumped
0: on because we had not Mike and I had not really heard of this. Um but it's wild to me. So there there's this game called The Calling. And apparently the Culling was was like the OG battle royale game, but it never really it never really got off the ground. So like the game came out, didn't do well, servers got taken offline. They released the calling two, didn't do well, servers got taken offline. Of course, since then yeah, the
1: servers got taken offline two weeks after they released the calling yeah. two. Literally.
0: <laughs> ever since then, um,
1: you then know, honestly, they re-released the Culling one, and then they took the servers offline. This all happened within like a year and a half of each other.
0: Meanwhile, PUBG I mean, and Fortnite and everything, yeah, they else just took is, is 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 taking over the world. So the Culling is back. I guess I guess they I guess they are trying to ride the battle royale train. Everyone's into it now. It's so like, oh, well, the OG will come back. This will be great. But they have arguably the weirdest pricing structure ever seen. In a video game, so the good news is if you were one of the early adopters and you bought the original calling, you own the new calling so congratulations, I guess um, if you don 't own the calling well it's only going to cost you five ninety nine I know you 're saying well that 's weird, most battle royale games are free to play and you're right, but you know <laughs> it's six bucks who cares well that's that's that 's where our journey starts, friends. So the way the calling works, once you've paid your $599 and now you own the game, quote unquote, uh, you are entitled to play one free match of the calling per day. That's that that's what you get a token for. You get a token to play one free match of the calling per 24-hour period. Uh if you win your match. Then you'll get tokens. So I guess they're going with the old, you know, the old arcade mentality. Put your quarters on the, on the table if you winner gets to stay on, I guess. So you, you get tokens if you win. But it's, again, it's a battle royale game. You're not going to win all the time. Probably, probably very rarely will you win. Um, instead, uh, you can buy more tokens if you want to be able to play more than one time per day. And then if you really want to get froggy, uh, you can buy unlimited access for five ninety nine a month
1: uh, here, here's here's the here's the full scheme it's six it's four it's five ninety nine by the game you get you get the one free match per day if you win you get the you get another token for free uh to get what is it three matches mm-hmm. it's a it's a ninety nine cents right um to get twenty is two bucks i think I just had it in front of me Uh, to get It's three for a dollar. It's 10 for $3 or 20 for $5. That's the token scheme. Alternatively, you can get unlimited play option for uh, for seven days for $2. So (laughs) two bucks, unlimited unlimited play for for a week.
0: So it's literally buy three weeks, get one free to to, to join the subscription plan. (laughs) This is so stupid.
1: Uh, Or you can get unlimited play for six bucks a month. As much as you want, as many tokens as you want for $6 a month. Now, this is all because it costs money to keep the servers running.
0: It sure does. uh, And
1: and things like that. And also, they're taking out loot boxes. Instead, they're making you pay to play.
2: Well, at least... uh, At least... At least, like, like I was, I was talking about titles of video games earlier, and at least this one is one hundred percent apt, as it is culling the money from your fucking wallets. This is fucking no, dude, no. This
0: doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't. Especially when how many, how many? Forget how many battle royale games there are. How many popular battle royale games are there? That are free to play,
1: like really popular. Yeah, you that are that have, like are, that right are, now. <laughs> your Call of Duty Warzone is free, right? <laughs> you don't Fort- need Call of Duty to play it.
0: Fortnite is free. Apex Legends free.
1: Free. Yeah, they they all have like loot boxes. They and you they can do pay twenty dollars for skins and <sighs> right, which people which Lord. people bemoan. So there you go. So
0: so all they the do? folks out there that that bitch and moan and and cry and complain, uh, the the, the anti loot box crowd. Go play The Calling. This is what you want. This this is the future that you desire. First of all. It's to get nickel and dimed like it's a fucking
1: mobile game. <laughs> I played The Calling on Xbox One. The game is terrible. <laughs> it's not good. That's why it keeps getting shut down. Because it's not good. Like, yo, you just got to take that L, my nigga. Like, it's not, it's not a good game. Like, go back to the drawing board. Come up with something else. And then and then just, like, go on about your business. But this is not going to work, you know. First of all, it's not worth it um and then this pay scheme is bananas
2: (laughs) this just don't make sense like this is worse than a mobile game right because at least with like a mobile game like they have in-game currency that you can earn very slowly but you can earn in-game currency in most mobile games and then use that in-game currency to continue playing for a bit until you either run out or you need to, you know, or your energy or whatever needs to recharge, to recharge <laughs>
0: for the day. <laughs> right. I mean, so does this one. Again, Michael, yeah, you have all you have you to do is You get
1: one win. free Wait, match uh, a day, but if you win, you fine, bro. But that's <laughs> yeah, not, I don't know what the problem is. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't even have, like, an in-game
2: currency that you can earn or purchase to keep playing. You just know. You just have to purchase it, right? Like, they just cut the middleman out, which, I mean, I guess is. I don't know. I don't know. This is and it it, it looks ugly. Like it looks butt ugly. And it's I'm not, not just a, talking about I'm not just talking about the graphic show. Like
1: <laughs> it's, it's not like, a very good game, just period. It's not good. So for him to even come up with this scheme, and he, he came up with a video and everything. Um yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. not didn't, what the didn't, fuck you, say, was didn't
0: you say didn't you say his big regret was how it was announced?
1: Yeah. yeah, he's like I regret how we're like. No, we keeping it, my nigga. But like, yeah, yeah, I just regret how we did it. We should have oh, made no it mistake. A
2: different. Make no mistake. This is the plan. I just, you know, I should have, I should have eased it in a little more. Should have gave you a little foreplay first.
1: It going to get closed down again. Yeah, I don't it I hasn't see. Already I, don't done see
0: so. I don't see how this is how this is sustainable, especially in the current environment.
1: Yo, there are so many other options that you don't have to pay Because,
0: Because you, you have to pay just to even try it out. Like, you have to pay the $6 right. just to even get in the door.
1: It's 6 bucks if you don't own it. And then you play it once. And that one time is not... Yo, you right. play... Look, y'all niggas go ahead and pay $6 for this shit and play it once. You can be like, delete. Because <laughs> no one's going to want to play this ugly-ass game. When, and then you can be like, okay, I'm going to go back to Call of Duty. Or Fortnite. They'll,
0: they'll, yeah, everyone hates Fortnite, but it's gonna go
1: right back to Fortnite or Apex Legends. Like, they'll, no. they'll
0: come out with the debut edition that you can download it for free and have one play forever <laughs> until you pay the six dollar the six dollar gate fee. It's
1: so, like you uh, get that one free match. You door. go run around and you get taken out in in a minute and a half. You're like, well, <laughs> that didn't really do anything for me. Why the fuck would I continue playing this? Oh, you play a dollar just to get three free match three more matches, or three dollars for ten matches. Or two dollars for seven days access. What? How does it like? <laughs> it's three dollars for ten free matches, or two dollars for seven day access.
0: Well, cause Wait, they, because what? They, cause yes. they want you to pay because they want you to ultimately pay the six. That like the re- the reason it's priced that way. No, I know is i to incentivize priced that way, but it's the most the ridiculous. $6. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Three pack, one dollar. Ten pack. Three dollars, twenty pack. Five dollars, unlimited. Seven day, two dollars. <laughs> Thirty day, six dollars.
0: Wow, so stupid yo. though. I wanna, wow. I wanna meet the guy that's buying the three packs constantly. He's like, you know what? No, I'm only gonna want to play exactly three matches of the calling. So you will have one dollar fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's all I'm willing to to oh,
1: After to. you already pay six, right? It's seven dollars. Let me get my let me get my four games. Unless I win. And he, and here's the thing, like they could
0: get away with this if their game was good. The the, the biggest no, problem they have is apparently the game sucks.
1: Yeah, you know, it's not good at all. It's it just isn't. It's janky as fuck. Like the graphics are ugly. It's it's more of like a, a um, close quarters combat battle royale. Mm-hmm. Uh like you have like uh bats and shit like that. And that doesn't really translate that well.
0: Yeah, they 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 hype it up as like the, the true hunger games, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah but, that don't it, translate when it's fucking butt ugly and not fun to play. I just I, I, I worry that
0: game has like Skyrim combat, basically. Like like it's like that level of hit detection and and animation and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. It, it, whew, this is a mess. I don't see this thing being up for more than a month. Yeah, we'll see. And I mean, before but, they're like, well, that experiment fucking failed. I mean, the only reason we even know about it is
0: because of the jacked up fucking price structure that they have behind the games. So that, that doesn't right. bode well. That doesn't bode well. Cool. Wow. All right. Well, we, we go to the post office. Uh, we ask you to give us your questions. We answer them on the show. Uh, Malcolm's out of jail. He says, guess who's back? Appreciate the big homie, the Prince of Persia, Johnny <laughs> Belfield, for helping me out. That should made me laugh when I first read it. I'm telling you. <laughs> he asked, uh, "How about that stadium stampede match, Mike? Are you still paying for AEW pay-per-views?"
1: <laughs> what
0: happened? AEW had a pay-per-view this weekend. I'm asking Mike if, he still, did. if he's still giving money to AEW to watch their pay-per-views.
1: Oh, I saw. I saw the advertisement on my PlayStation. I don't All know nothing. The
2: I don't ever recall paying for Nadia. No, I,
0: I, uh, no, 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 oh, no, I thought you.
2: I. I. No. 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 I thought you. I thought you paid for. <laughs> double I went double over. For I reason. went over my friend Jack Torrance's <laughs> house,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: and uh, he didn't have it ready yet.
2: But uh, he, he said that I can watch the replay, so I'll watch the replay.
0: Gotcha. I, I heard this. I heard the stampede. Uh, the stampede match was fun. Basically, Terrence, there was a five-person. Uh, a five-on-five tag team match uh, between Chris Jericho's crew and the elite uh, inside the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium, where falls counted anywhere. And they just did a bunch of batshit bat crazy stuff, including Hagman Page chasing Sammy Guevara across the football field on a horse. Like, he, like he was literally at horseback. What <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They, uh... Oh my god! It was fucking wild. Was... Like 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 Matt Matt Jackson or one of the fucking young bucks was using the goalpost to like springboard uh, <laughs> and fucking and, and throw her around. Yeah, you apparently know, it was this, wild. So
2: this era of wrestling is is just a wonderful little experiment. <laughs> but, uh, I really hope they take the good and, and they keep the good and you know like these these weird matches. Every once in a while, I don't need them every month. WWE. But um, I, I really hope they, they have these weird, you know, cinematic matches after all this is over.
0: Um, I think they're going to because they've all been received, like, really well that, that yeah, everyone's man. done so far. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you do it all the time, but but I, I think once every other pay-per-view you're going to see, at, le- at least on the WWE side, you're going to see one of these type of things. Yeah. Uh and, and he reminds Terrence uh there there's a battle for the grid tournament next Monday. So you got that Is to look there? forward to. Are hmm. uh,
2: you going y'all gonna be in it? The both of y'all?
0: Yeah, I don't know That's, what he's talking about. I think, I think it's like. I think it's one of those tournaments that like so that, that you can just do through the PlayStation. I don't think it's something that you have to like go be anywhere or, or do any kind of thing. I think it's through the PlayStation uh, events app or tab or whatever the fuck they have.
2: Y'all there. play each other yet?
0: He ain't gonna play me.
1: Like you know, you don't want that smoke. You just don't. You don't. Look, I've only had it for a week and a half. I'm pretty good.
2: Who's your Who's your main?
1: My main right now, Lord Zed. Yo, that's just so weird to me. (laughs) Yo, he's he's, his damage. (laughs) Damage output is fucking nonsense. Um, Lord,
2: Zed. Lord Zed looks
0: like Shredder with the skin on the outside, on the inside <laughs> out and
2: shit. Like- so, so wait,
0: you're t- you're telling me that Lord Zed gets the typical fighting game like boss structure where they're glass cannons, basically with no health, but they do like shitloads of damage. No,
1: no, he's yeah, um, okay. he has a bunch of fucking health, and he does a shitload of wow, damage. That's, that seems, that seems oh, that's so that's battle for the grid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, almost everybody has a one touch combo. Almost everybody. If you got the right assist, yeah, you can kill anybody <laughs> in one fucking hit. Uh, but I, I'm I'm not that I'm not that advanced yet. But uh yeah, I use about seven or eight characters in that game. The uh-huh. combo structure is really it's complex, but like once you figure it out, like the combos are you can do whatever the fuck you want. As long as you keep the combos within the structure and you and they don't bounce out of them, you could do a ton of damage in that fucking it's it's broken. Like I said before, <laughs> it just is. It's like an old school, just broken ass Marvel versus Capcom 2 fighter. Johnny, Don't uh, <laughs> that's all I got to say.
0: Johnny, Johnny once again forces us in a, in an audio medium to describe a visual meme that he has posted. Apparently, Johnny's trying to say that he tried playing the Final Fantasy Seven Remake, but he did not care for it. And he's back to Persona Royal Edition. <laughs> so you got that going for you. I mean, I, I get it. Uh, Amir says, I, I I, feel like this question might have been asked before, but I don't remember if it was. So we're going to ask it now. Which video game ending was the biggest letdown or most underwhelming for you? He says um, Resistance 2. Uh,
2: Prince of Persia, the Nolan North <laughs>
1: associated Prince of Persia. Because fuck <laughs> you, yo. Fuck you, yo. Fuck you. Uh, endings. I don't really remember endings because they're usually all terrible. They're you, usually all pretty bad. Yes. I mean, is it, yes. is, it, is it... RPG
2: endings, like, like yeah. with RPGs, right? Like, it's the journey. It definitely ain't the destination. <laughs> yeah. So most RPGs, and then, like, you know, bullshit cliffhangers like Halo 2, and uh, I remember not liking... Um, like, um,
1: Borderlands
2: 2. Bo- Borderlands. Uh, bo- the first Borderlands was, like hey, you fight this big vagina monster and here's the loot. Oh, wait, nope, it's nothing. <laughs> like, oh, wait, there's a, there, but there's a bunch more planets, though. All right, all there are right. other are volts to go to. I'm like, well, fuck you. Right. Uh, is anything going to be in them? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't... I, I remember not liking KOTOR, but uh, the second one, I remember not liking KOTOR 2, but
0: I, you know, I haven't played it in a long time.
2: And... Um, no, Mass Effect is not on my list. Fuck you.
0: I I Fuck would you. say Mass Effect Three was it's fair to say it was underwhelming, especially before they patched it.
2: Okay, before they patch. All right, yeah, I'll give you that. But they they tried they tried to fix it. And again, that's an RPG. It's the journey,
0: not the destination. I I seem to remember Infamous One having kind of a <laughs> underwhelming ending. It's like you save the day and. Was did they tease the beast in, Be- at the end of that one?
2: Or no? Yeah, because I think I think they I think they did because it turns out like you were the 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 uh, you were the villain. Yeah, like your, villain. your
0: future self came back in time and you were the bad guy. So
2: yeah, but it, and it just didn't kind of it didn't make any like sense. I remember it not jiving mm-hmm. well.
0: Two two was much better because of course you had the hero. You know, tragically dying. Or did he? You know, like, you have that that whole thing at the end. Um, yeah. yeah, endings, I, I'm in the same boat as you guys. It's I, I don't get miffed about endings too much uh, just because I appreciated the time that I put in uh, ahead of it, so. Uh, Gustavo says, What game did you play that had a surprising twist? Uh, my game was Halo when the flood appeared for the first time. Yo, I've talked about this before on the show. My 14-year-old brain was melted by the twist and turns of Metal Gear Solid when I played it for the first time. Like I literally had to like write down like the <laughs> the map of the story to comprehend what was happening cuz like it 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 blew my mind that such things were happening um in video games. Hmm. Like I couldn't believe it. Like that like that was the first time that storytelling in video games had been communicated to me in that you know, that mature of a degree, I guess you could say.
2: Um, When uh, you found out that you were Revan, spoiler alert, when you found out that you were Revan in KOTOR, I actually actually altered my play. (laughs) Um, Like, I was going down one path, and then I found out I was the ultimate evil, and I was like, you know what? Let's give this evil thing a shot. And then I just (laughs) I just went evil. Like that was that was fun. It was fun. And and my you know, your party was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then you to see the relationship levels like flip. It was it was kind of cool. And that was before like spoiler, not not before spoilers, but like people weren't throwing spoilers in your face. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was a legit like when when Revan took off that mask and it was my
1: character. I'm like, oh shit, son. So, um, my... twist. I wouldn't necessarily call it a twist, but I just recently played Yakuza Zero, and there's a reveal in that in that game that I did not see coming at all. It Was pretty dope. Um, the reveal for Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Uh and Metal Gear Solid 2 when they said go fuck yourself and made you play <laughs> <laughs> for the remainder of the game. Like, oh, that's cute. Well that and and that got even more
0: like cause it, you were confused at first and then you're like, Oh, I guess I'm using this guy for now. And then when Snake shows back up in the story, like that <laughs> like that's when it sets in. You're like, Oh, I'm not going to get to be him anymore. Yeah. Right. You go over there <laughs> fucking
2: doing naked cartwheels <laughs> the guy you wanna play has is like, what are you doing?
0: And then, and then, you know, Metal Gear Solid Two takes the mind fuck and takes it to a way too far degree. Like they, like they went too far in Metal Gear Solid Two in trying yeah. to, in trying to to fuck your head up. So yeah, uh, John says you previously mentioned how similar Vince McMahon and Admiral Agent Orange are. That's not a bad name for him. Uh, that was made even more apparent in the Owen Hart's uh, dark side of the ring, where Vince uh, got pissy with a female reporter for simply asking a question. Yo, you have to watch that episode. <laughs> well, so here, so here's the thing: if, <laughs> there, there's a lot of folks out there. I see that um that have not ever seen the Vince McMahon Bob Costas. Yo, yeah, interview
1: that's <laughs> another one.
0: <laughs> yeah, from like yeah, 20 you years ago. Fight that nigga. Here. Like like he got so mad, and, and like all the questions that Bob Costas was asking him, especially in that point in time, like back in the Attitude Era, yeah, he should have seen coming.
1: Like 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 was that, that the Attitude Era, or yeah. was that I thought that was before the Attitude
0: Era? No, no, it was it was right because I believe that the interview happened. Um, I, I, I think there's some conjunction with with WWE, and it was about half about that, half about the XFL and Vince McMahon okay. was really not trying to talk about WWE stuff and Bob Costas was like I got you in the chair dude like like <laughs> like this this is going to happen and like he got visibly upset uh with with Bob Costas to the point where Bob Costas is like I think he's like weirdly proud of it, but at the same time, he's like, (laughs) he was like, he was like, I got this. (laughs) Yeah, he was
2: getting purged, bro. He was like, (laughs) I'm about to make some headlines.
0: Oh God, hit me, hit me. I dare you. Yeah, it was 2002. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so like I said, if 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 you thought that was something, go go back on YouTube and 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 go seek up the Vince McMahon. um, Bob Costas interview from from almost twenty years ago now. to this point, because that's and and that was when Vince McMahon was still a relatively young man. Um, you he know, was really only right. his early fifties at that
2: point, <laughs> right? Still all still all roided right. out, right? Still
0: and still still on the ju- still on the juice. I'm sure. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, yeah, but he essentially in this interview, which I had never seen before, it was just like a clip of this interview. He essentially was like like how Trump says that's a nasty question. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't, I don't he does, he what did he say? I don't uh appreciate your um your 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 candor or some shit like that. I'm like, she just asked a simple question, nigga. <laughs> She's like, I wasn't trying to be any any type of way.
0: Right, but that hey. but that that's the typical like fucking you know, asshole deflection point. That's how the assholes okay. deflect questions, is they attack you for yeah. asking the question in the first Yeah, place. that's how
2: people who have never heard the word no before react. <laughs> right. Like what the
0: fuck huh? <laughs> fuck you <laughs> um yeah he mentions that it was a really sad fucking week in pro wrestling um hana yeah. who's a 22 year old japanese wrestler uh passed away and shad Gaspar died which is really oh she, fucking mi- sad. she committed suicide oh she committed suicide <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't read the yeah. details i just i just read yeah. uh, that she and died
1: shad drowned saving his fucking saving son. His
0: son yeah which is uh really jesus christ sad. man
2: like my wife even caught wind of that, right? Because it was all over the news and yeah, she was like, who is this wrestler? And I'm like, yo, you need to sit down because you about to you bought to cry. <laughs> and I told her what happened and I was, and she was just, Oh, oh. Was like why'd you tell me that? I'm like, well, why'd you ask? <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, it was a shitty week, uh, all around for, for pro wrestling this weekend. Um, Except for like I say, except for what you'll see. Yeah, if you scroll down, Terrence, if you're in the Facebook comments, you can see <laughs> what the fuck oh, we'll is going so. on. <laughs> uh, Wesley says, wow. I think Wesley's new, I think. I don't I don't remember seeing Wesley in here before. Uh Welcome what, Wesley. What instances of video game logic or premises make you scratch your head or find annoying? Uh, for him, he he references Streets of Rage. Three cops decide to take down a criminal organization by engaging in fisticuffs, but but their backup can roll in. And fire off bazookas. <laughs> um, I have the all-timer. I have the all-timer on this one for me. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. The story of that game takes place relatively across 18 hours, give or take. And in that game, like, of us, a colossal amount of bullshit can happen to Solid Snake in terms of, like, injuries. Because there's, like, the stamina system in the game that if, like, you get hurt, you literally yeah. have to use supplies to... To to mend yourself, like snake can break his fucking arm, and Snake's just like let me wrap some gauze on that, good to go. Like, like 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 we're rolling back out, and we're fucking doing it, guys. Like we're making this shit happen. Like like for me, like it's like oh, snake snake fucking sprained his ankle. Just got to wrap an ace bandage on that chief. Let's get back out there. We got some fucking stealthing to do, my guys. Because it only affected your stamina. Like it's not like you like you know. Like it impaired you as you collected injuries yeah, you, throughout the game.
2: You should have been uh, hobbled, like like <laughs> in the fucking uh, in that Stephen King movie where that woman is like, you know, "Deliverance"? No, not
1: Deliverance. Um, I'm a
2: big fan of your work as misery, an author, <laughs> and I'm gonna make sure you finish it by hobbling your ass. Um, mine has to be uh, what every first person shooter does nowadays, and uh, you get shot in the head. You, you you act like Captain America, and you you walk it off. You sit down for a few minutes. Let the blood drip from your eyes so you can see again, and then just you're good to go. Well,
1: if you get, if you get like uh melee, you die instantly.
2: Right, you shot you shot thirty
1: times with a bullet. You're like ah, this shit hurts. Ah, you catch a knife to the gut. Yeah, you right. dead. And
2: you turn into a wrestling referee. <laughs> the back of the head and all of a sudden you're out for an indeterminate amount of time that is convenient upon storytelling purposes like whoa what are you doing so yeah that would be mine just first person shooter
1: health regeneration invisible walls (laughs) I can't stand them they piss me off just why I mean I understand limitations and all that but like in just the most inopportune places it's like, yo, I, I look like I can walk that way. Oh, no, you can't.
2: My oh, cool. my favorite instance of um, having to deal with an invisible wall uh, has to deal with uh, Grand Theft Auto, specifically like, like 5 and stuff like that, where you could fly. So when you took a, a plane and you wanted to fly away from San Andreas... Your plane just fucking malfunctions, and it's like,
1: you know what? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, in Spider Man, unlock it,
2: right? Like in Spider Man, if you're trying to swing across, you know, to get to one of the other islands, they're like, no, the game pauses and says, no, can't go that way, and then it makes you turn around. Like, no, nah, just have them blow the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Trey says, can we consider the NES, SNES online Switch stuff a colossal failure? So for those that don't know what Trey's talking about, as part of your Nintendo uh, online membership that you pay $20 a year for, uh, you get these apps for free uh, that have NES and SNES games that you can play on demand. Now, when they first came out, it was fine because they put a lot of the shit that you would expect to see on such a service on there on day one. And there's a lot of stuff to play, and then they were updating the stores like once a month, basically. No, it's not it's not even fair to call them stores. They were updating the services once a month with new stuff, but it was a lot of bullshit. Like there was a lot of really shitty games that they that they added to the service, and now not only are they adding shitty games, but they're like, eh, we'll update it when we feel like it. Essentially, <laughs> it's what they're going with. Um, I don't consider it a failure because it's it's. I mean, I know they advertise it as part of the service, but to me, it's more like a bonus of the service. Like, you pay $20 a year for the online access and all the bells and whistles that come with that. And then I, I feel like the SNES NES thing is just a free bonus to play these games that you've probably bought five times anyway across all the different Nintendo platforms that have sold them to you over and over again. <laughs> So it doesn't really bother me all that much. Yeah, I
2: honestly, I haven't really uh, used it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few games that I want to just go back and play from that era. From, like, the old school era. Like, the the one that I really want to play is, like, old Final Fantasies. But, mm-hmm. you know, I want to play six.
0: Right, and, and the game that I'd want the most on that service is Chrono Trigger. But they're not going to give me Chrono Trigger for free. Like, they'll charge me twenty dollars to buy it from the e-shop yeah which i will pay like like, i'm like i'm fine with that so um yeah it just it i guess i guess temper your expectations for the uh switch online service. now what is disappointing is one of the things they hyped it up with is like oh we're gonna add online play to these like old snes and nes games and that really hasn't manifested in any tangible way. But again, the reason why it probably hasn't manifested tangibly is because people probably weren't using the fucking service to begin with. So they're probably not dumping a lot of investment into it. So I get that. Um, and then finally we'll end with Eric who says what gimmick or mechanic from a game really stuck out to you and you enjoyed?
2: Um, I don't like, there are some shooters where if you shoot like, like, everyone's aiming for, like, headshots, right? But if you shoot, there's some games, if you shoot the leg, they'll incapacitate people. Like, the Outer Worlds did that. Like, if mm. you shot someone in the leg, they they would stop charging at you. If you shot them in the arm, they won't shoot you for a minute, um, which I think is cool. It's kind of like the VAT system, but, like, I would prefer it, like, more skill-based than, like, okay, now my VATs are up, and now I can specifically target limbs but it's difficult to target limbs so you know but uh, i i like that idea i like um i like uh anything that has like like big bosses like um that you can like anything that has when you fight a boss it's not just like a glowing thing you -hmm. know what i mean like a big glowing thing that you just have to shoot at like Shadow of the Colossus was really cool.
0: Yeah, you had to climb the boss to find the big
1: glowing thing. Yeah, right. They (laughs) (laughs) They disguised the big glowing thing. Right.
2: But at least it's something, you know what I mean?
1: Um, Um, The active reload system from Gears of War Mm. has, Mm. I mean, they've put that in a whole bunch of other games, but like in in Gears of War, like at first a little mini game to give yourself a little bit more power, which you kind of needed once you play the harder levels. I mean once you once you uh, played like the harder difficulty levels. because uh, you needed an extra damage because that game was fucking hard as shit <laughs> on the hard modes. Uh, but yeah, the active reload system has always been pretty cool with
0: me. It I I liked it too, because they it added some tense moments in a firefight if you choked on the reload. Like yeah, all of a sudden you like, Yeah, it, if you, like, you fucked like, that I'm active reload up, up you just like, ah, you fucking <laughs> gun jammed. So I get that there. Um for me, like the, the recent one I can think of, uh I really enjoyed What they did with the progression system um, in Mass Effect Andromeda specifically where they kind of took the progression system from the other Mass Effect games and just kind of said, well, here's your cake and go ahead and shove your fucking face in it. Like the ability – it kind of eliminated the need to have like a respec system because you could just invest your skill points in a variety of different trees and you could switch between your different skill loadouts on the fly based on your situation and based on who – the squad mates were that you brought with you in each mission. And that was pretty cool because it still rewarded you if you went heavily into like one or two trees, you know, with the bulk of stuff. But it still lets you dabble um, in all of them. So you could, even if you were running like, you know, mainly a soldier uh, tech build that you could still throw a Vanguard power in here or there. Um, even you do you do loadouts? Yeah, like like you, you literally can loadouts? make power loadouts um, in the game because in, in Mass Effect Andromeda, that's right, you never, you never played it, Terrence. No. You don't pick your class at the beginning of the game like you do with the Mass Effect games. Instead, when you level up, you have access to all three of the different class-based skill trees. And mm-hmm. when you, inv- like the more points that you invest into one tree, that starts unlocking like the class-based bonuses that you would normally get at the beginning of the game from choosing a class. Okay. But it doesn't lock and and then you have four loadouts that you can create of powers that you can switch between on the fly. So like if you're if you're fighting a boss or something that doesn't have, you know, vulnerabilities to the current loadout that you have, you can actually switch. There's like a cooldown. Like when you switch powers, you they immediately all go on cooldown. So it's not like you can switch and just start using them right away. Um but I thought that was really cool because it didn't lock you in Especially at the beginning of the game, when the first time you play, you don't know what the fuck you want to do. Like, you don't know where you want to invest in, so you just pick the thing that looks the coolest, um, which I guess encourages repeat plays. But I like the fact they kind of give you a little more flexibility um, in Andromeda than they did in the other Mass Effect games, as far as that goes. I replay that game? I, I, I do, too. I just I don't know if I have the time, because I'm playing other stuff right now, but I, I have wanted to sit back down and play Really, I'm holding out for if they ever do the main trilogy. Yeah. Right, so we'll see
1: everything else will be fucking remastered I know well, we'll yeah it s-
0: <laughs> well you know I'll, I'll, w- I'll it'll be great on ps4 but I'll wait till I get the mass effect trilogy on the switch that's what I really <laughs> that's what I really want to see so I can play it on the go <laughs> Oh shit. so that's it for this episode thank you guys for your questions uh, make sure you join our fan group densefixels.com slash fans so that you too uh, can submit us questions every week make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast subscribe to YouTube. Like Micah said, see Terrence's uh, new gimmick of the rotating background every single week at youtube.com slash pixels Follow Terrence on Twitch as well. See if he plays in that uh, tournament next week. Uh, His handle is Apparition410 and Carrie is up. It's Carrie. Uh, She had a Golden Sunday uh, earlier this weekend, so you can watch her stream. Mostly Golden Sunday whenever she uh, decides to get on. So thank you guys very much for listening and watching, and we'll see you all the next time.
1: See you. Take it easy.